Hello, this is Joe. And TJ. And we are the Schoolhouse 302. And this is our 302 Thoughts, part of our One Thing series, where we get into our model for this month, which we are completely stoked about because we feel without this, um, it contributes really to unsettlement, disillusionment. And I, I love, honestly, TJ, what we chose this month for the title, which is that powerful path, that one powerful path to reclaim your purpose in another an otherwise disillusioned environment. And it's so true. You know, what's really cool though, I, I was doing some digging in preparation for the show. I came across this great HBR article about purpose and authors are Sally Blount and Paul Linewin. And something, Sally Blount is amazingly, um, you know, special in regard to this. She is over the Catholic Charities in Chicago, Um, also Kellogg University. Her her credentials are through the roof. Um, But you talk about a organization with a major clear purpose. But something that struck me in this article was that since 2010, there's been um, more than 400 new business and leadership books um, and articles with that title, you know, about purpose. And we know that it's so important. People write about it quite a bit, but it still seems to be something that individuals struggle with. And as leaders, one reason we really wanted to focus in this month on this topic is because we know in education, there are a lot of struggles right now. People are um, moving at the speed of light or so it seems, and it is creating some unsettlement. So we thought kind of digging into repurposing, um, claiming and getting grounded would be critical. So I was psyched to find this this data out there, but I'm not surprised either, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's not surprising actually. I think people veer from their purpose um, and it happens too quickly. It, it happens to me all the time where I can get through a day um, and I'm dealing with administrivia and, and minutia, um, putting out fires and really didn't get to the central um, goal that you know I live for and strive for and have, have passion for. And so you know, we talk about getting grounded, um, reclaiming your ground is something that I wanted to talk about, Joe, if, if that's okay a little bit about that empowerment piece, both for yourself and for others, even when everything, and we said in the title of the blog is, is in a world of disillusionment, lots of people thought things will be better than they are by now. And that can be true of, of any time, but certainly of, of the time in which we're posting this blog and, 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 and talking here uh, on our, our channel. Um, so when we talked about reclaiming um, your ground and empowerment, we had that great quote that you found from Epictus that says, no matter what happens, it's within my power to turn it into my advantage. And I just think that that's something that we need to remind ourselves as, also, as often as possible is just to kind of turning things back into our advantage. And so we listed some things, especially for school leaders, even if we've paired back even if we've, uh, are, we're looking at time in new ways, 
even if we're, we're being generous with our environment, we're applying tons of grace, all that stuff can be great for our purpose, but we're still visiting classrooms. We're still planning with high yield instructional strategies. We're still trying to increase student engagement. We're still empowering our teachers and our teacher leaders. We're creating that winning culture. We're clarifying the vision. We're always going back to that vision about being student-centered, whatever it is that your instruction is focused on this school year. And then, Joe, the one that I just wanted to point out, too, that really does help us to, to reclaim our ground is praising others. Because if, we're, if we use that AFA strategy that you always talk about with praise where um, we align to, to, the, to the vision, we focus on incremental improvements. And, um, and so when we use that strategy and we praise people, it really is a way for us to reclaim our own, our own ground. And it's also a way to build culture. So I hope folks get something from that. Um, maybe we'll drop our praise model uh, into the show notes so people can see how that works. I think that's a great idea. And I'm, I think, TJ, the listeners will resonate with the fact and appreciate the fact that you mentioned, like, not every day is perfect. This is about progress, not perfection. You know, you hear all of these things and, um, you know, how to have the perfect morning, how to how to structure your day the right way. You know, those are guardrails. You know, as, at least that's how I look at a lot of those, uh, you know, advice and columns and literature around how to build that wonderful day. Um, it's never going to be perfect, like you said, you know, but you have to find the ability to reclaim, to get grounded. And so when you do fall off kilter a little bit, for whatever reason, incidents happen, things occur, it's called life. So it's not about living in this one little script that's always perfect. I mean, that would be awfully boring. However, we know there's best practices. So grounding in those things we know work that you just described is key. Giving yourself grace to recognize like some days are just off. That is key. Recognizing that praise, at least from my understanding, not only lifts others, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, TJ, TJ, one thing I love is when I give people praise, I somehow fall into a world of gratitude as well. And I don't know if we talk about that enough. So when I'm praising somebody, I'm discovering that I'm also grateful for them. That's something that's just clicked in my head. So not only am I appreciative of the work the individual is doing, impressed, but then I'm also like, man, I'm so glad this person's on my team. And then I'm grateful for that. So then that also re restores some of the, the faith I need that, hey, we are making progress. I have a deeper level of appreciation um, for what's going on which I think lends itself into the, the first aspect of the model we talked about when you are looking for solid ground. It's about that introspection. And really, that's about the Stoics, right? The Stoics, and we, we feature um, Epictetus in this, who probably is, in my opinion, the Stoic to look for. And I know some people are like, well, you know, not everything's in our control, or you shouldn't always accept everything. I really don't believe that's the intent here. The intent is recognizing what is in your control and then making sure you're taking full advantage of that. 
It's a, I see it as far more empowerment, but it's interesting. I've been listening and reading to some things lately that were kind of saying, well, you know, you can't accept life always as it is because you'll get run over. And that in my mind is not at all what the Stoics uh, were about. And if you understand Greek history, um, especially Athens and some other things during that time. And I think people forget Epictetus some, was also a prisoner for a long period of time. So for him to come out of imprisonment and have the right ideals, have the right frame of mind, I think is critical. But I, we posed two questions in a blog that are worth repeating. I know my purpose at work each day. That's huge. Like, what do you have to get done every day without that thing getting done? You know, it wasn't the day it should have been. And that could be coaching others, getting into classrooms, empowerment, whatever it is. Then the second is that my purpose at work corresponds with my daily activities. So something for us just to, to remember as we live out our days is that introspective piece. And TJ, as we're approaching the holidays, it's a good time to sit back find a little time during this hectic time and open your mind up to quiet space and allow yourself to free, be free of the noise and be a little introspective. So um, that was my huge takeaway from, from this month. You know, something that you said struck me too, Joe, is that the praise is leading you to gratitude and I think that's really important in terms of our mental models, because what we have learned from the research and from John Gordon and from some others who we've studied is that gratitude actually leads to positivity. You can't be negative uh, and grateful at the same time. Your brain can't do it. So that's great that praise does that, because when praise leads to gratitude, gratitude leads to positivity. And it reminded me of the model that we built at the very beginning of COVID around um, leaders needing three things at all times. And I do think it's a grounding strategy, which is positivity. How do you get there? Praise others. Be rational in your thought. When everybody else's hair is on fire, don't get too close because your hair be on fire too. And number three is focus. And that focus comes back to finding that solid ground. And so it kind of brought us full circle. I do want to mention something that we built in um, uh, the Building a Winning Team book, which is that rep survey. Because if we're really talking about a culture um, that knows its purpose, some of those questions that you're bringing up come right from that survey. And it can be used with staff to take a, a look and, uh, at the data around how our culture's doing. And the first aspect of the six prongs of reps, um, we call them the six aspects of, of a killer culture, uh, is purpose. And so there's 10 questions that go with it. And we ought to be asking questions. This is a perfect time of year, uh, coming back from a break to, um, to take, a, take a survey, see how folks are feeling. What can we do different, differently for the remainder of the year as leaders to make sure that purpose is at the forefront and the five other aspects of that survey, I think folks will find important for their schools. I agree. It's a great recommendation. Having a pulse on the community is critical, knowing how people are thinking. Um, and if your, your purpose is to create an environment for people to thrive, then you have to know what's going on. 
So getting that pulse is critical. TJ, one thing I wanted to focus on as we we wrap this up and just make sure I mention of it, you know, I was uber impressed when we were doing research for this and came across um, the career Contessa. I was not familiar with their work. Um, we're going to have to be a little more dogged in our pursuit to get some of them on our on our one thing series. Um, but their mission is to help working women be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. You and I both loved um, that mission, but it really struck me because it was just a, a major resource for women. Although I got to admit, I, I read it and took some out of it as a, as a man, and I, I'll continue to do so. But I, I encourage all of our listeners, check that out. It's, it's very real. That's what I liked about it. It's real. Um, kind of like similar to what you were saying, you know, you know, you're not living perfect days here. I just was listening to a podcast with Jay Shetty and same thought, like, yeah, it's, it's about trying to have these great days, but there's really no such thing as a perfect day. So you get grounded, you know, reclaim your purpose um, by looking for solid ground, reclaiming your ground and then ultimately thriving in your ground. Yeah, thanks for that. And we'll link to it in the show notes for all of those who are listening to this in your car or out on a run. Check out the show notes at the schoolhouse302.com. We're going to link to all these resources, plus books to read, uh, other blog posts, podcasts that we put out there, always on the topic of leading better and growing faster at the schoolhouse302.com. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you next time. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Joe, you know what leaders need these days? What's that, TJ? Sleep. A good night's rest. Self-care. We've heard it over and over and over again from our guests on the podcast that you can't pour from an empty cup. Leaders need sleep. One of the number one ways you can replenish yourself and lead better is a good night's sleep. I hear you, but you know what? I'm so tired. I don't even like thinking about, you know, getting a good night's sleep. But, you know, do tell, how do we go about getting better sleep? Well, I think that's part of your problem is you need a better bed. It always starts with the bed. That's why we recommend Ghost Bed, our sponsor with 30,000 plus five-star reviews. Their patented sleep and cooling technology gets you to sleep faster and longer than any other bed. That's right. And their handcrafted mattresses come with a hundred and one night at home sleep trial and a two times the industry standard warranty. They're absolutely certain that their beds will work for you. And with free shipping within 24 hours of your purchase, it's fantastic uh, support from the company. And guess what? Just for being a listener at the Schoolhouse 302, you get 30% off with the use of our code SH302 at checkout. You go to ghostbed.com. You get some sleep so that you can lead better and grow faster. You use SH302 at checkout. Absolutely. And last thing, even if you don't need a bed, you're thinking, wow, I would love to try out ghost bed, but I just bought a bed. Refer someone else for a bed at ghostbed.com. You'll get a hundred bucks for helping someone else get a good night's rest.
Wow, that's 30% off with SH302 code at ghostbed.com. A hundred bucks for your referral if you get somebody else a good night's sleep. Better sleep for you, better leadership. Ghostbed.com, you can't beat it. Ghostbed.com. Ghostbed.com.